0: Pro Talk with ProTech, digging deep to learn the stories, lessons and accomplishments of experts in the real estate industry.
1: Thank you for joining us for another episode of Pro Talk with ProTech. Today we get to meet the Martin Burney Group with Compass Real Estate. We have here with us Keisha Martin Burney, who's the team leader, Sharad Burney, who's their buyer's agent, and Sandy Thompson, who's their transaction coordinator. How are you guys? Thank you so much for being here with me. Thank you. you Thank you. Thank you for having us. So to get things started, we kind of wanted to hear um, a little bit about each of you and sort of, um, you know, how you ended up uh, in real estate, but also more so is how you guys ended up kind of um, becoming a team and and growing the team.
2: Okay. So that one question we just asked. So basically, um, so I've been licensed myself for the last 19, 19 years, February 9th, this year actually would be 19 years for me. And Sherrod has been
0: licensed for a year and five months, four months going
2: on. And Sherrod's my husband. So he's decided to join um, our team, you know, after his wife being in it for a long time. But I started, um, my passion for real estate was when I purchased my first home. Um, I purchased my first home at 30 years old. And um, I just loved it. I've always been into sales. I've had a a background in sales probably for over 20 years before that. So, and I was in telecommunications. And then um, when I went through the first process of purchasing my own home, I found it very gratifying. I found it to be a great experience. I love the agent that I was working with. And I was like, hmm. And then I like the flexibility as well, um, being in that career and being able to be flexible, having younger kids. So, you know, I found a liking to it back then. That's when I decided to
0: look into pursuing a career in real estate. And I've been in sales for over 30 years, so uh, telecommunication background as well, um, and watching my wife thrive and be such a successful agent and watching the passion that she had. And I've always had a passion for sales. So therefore, as things started to evolve, we started thinking about how with both being successful in the sales arena, why don't we you know, create the team and, and build on you know, our own legacy with the Martin Bernie group?
1: Oh, that's awesome. And how about you, Sandy? How did you uh, um, end up as their transaction coordinator and kind of what's your background?
3: Um, well, I started in new home sales uh, back in 2002, 2003, um, and just really found that I had a passion for real estate and for helping buyers, you know, find their dream home or build their dream home at that time. And then in 2007, I started seeing a shift and that's why I decided to get my resale license, um, which led me to uh, the same brokerage that Keisha worked at. Um, and that's how we met each other and we just kind of clicked and worked together well. And um, as she started building her team, um, I was fortunate enough to be able to join her as her um, assistant and transaction coordinator. That's
1: awesome. So you guys all have a little bit of a background in uh, some sort of sales or, or real estate and com- have combined forces. Um, so what what areas do you all typically find yourself um, servicing most frequently? I know you guys are, it says DMV. Um, so is it kind of all around generally? Is there anywhere specific that you find yourself uh, most often
2: in? Yeah, well, that's why I initially took on the uh, name DMV Real Estate Diva. Um, because I'm a Washingtonian, so I was born and raised in the Washington, D.C. area, and it was always hard for me to choose one particular area that, you know, I wanted to do real estate in, so Mm -hmm. I found myself being everywhere, Mm -hmm. Um, but I definitely have a passion for D.C. I do, we do a lot of business now in um, the 16th Street Heights area, um, the um, Petworth area in (laughs) D.C., Um, and we also work a lot in Prince George's County as well, because we um, have a lot of first-time home buyers. We do a lot of home buyer seminars and boot camps, etc. cetera. Um, so a lot of those buyers purchase in PG County and um, the Greenbelt area, Upper Marlboro and Bowie area. But so we, we, we primarily are a
0: little bit all over the place.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: A little all over, I, I get that. <laughs> I think that's pretty common in this area.
0: <laughs> yeah, and, and as she says, um, you know, She's a DMV real estate diva, and I, I've become the DMV real estate Don. Um, and we do, outside of the PG in Montgomery County area, we have ventured out to Windsor Mill, Baltimore. Um, we are throughout the metropolitan area. Um, as a buyer's agent, like she said, with having the uh, first time home buyer seminars and networking events, we find clients, I do as well, throughout the area. We're focusing now, uh, going in the future, uh, Virginia is going to be the next next area of interest.
1: That's awesome. And do you all plan on um, hiring another agent in the Virginia area already? Or are you guys trying to yourself sort of tap into that market
2: a little bit more? Possibly, possibly. Um, Sherrod has a, a lot of family in Virginia. Okay. And he has a lot, lot of alliances already where people say and get your license, you know, because a lot of times when they're in a DMV, they're either moving from Virginia to DC or DC to Virginia and so forth. And the Virginia line and the Maryland line is very close. Alexandria and the Fort Washington line is very close. So um, we're pretty much familiar with, you know, a lot of the areas in Virginia. So um, we're not ruling it out to add another agent to the team. If we have an experienced agent um, that come in, you know, that wants to come in and, you know, add to what we have going on, we're not opposed to it, but we're definitely going to dive in ourselves and you know, learn more of the areas and do a lot of the business in those areas ourselves.
1: Yeah. I think sometimes too, it's, it's, it's better to kind of you start it and see how it works and what you want to do, and then maybe bring someone in to then keep that rolling as you get it started. So absolutely. Exactly. Um, okay. So a little bit of a fun question. Um, what would you guys say is the craziest thing that you've ever seen in a home? <laughs>
0: <laughs> the craziest.
1: You
2: see, I look at, <laughs> I look at you. <laughs> <laughs> We've seen so many things oh, at wow. home. So oh, let's see. Oh well, one of the craziest things that I saw was a um, um, a bathtub in the middle of a living room. Was it was plumbed and everything? It was plumbed in everything. It was how the house was designed. And I don't. You did you go to me with that one? And I showed. I, no. I okay. So it, it was a in the living room. There was actually a bathroom. It was a soaking tub at that. It was like a family room, living room style. So, didn't understand. Never found out what that was all about. But that was one of the craziest things that I that I did see. It's uh, a, a bathroom in the living room.
0: <laughs> um, I I could remember the house when we were down in Waldorf. It was yeah. a, there was a house uh, in Waldorf area. Obviously, he was an avid hunter, and oh, he yeah. had or they had. <laughs> Oh, my dear, heads. heads, all kind of heads throughout <coughs> the that whole house. entire house, not just in a specific room. Mm-hmm. So that that might I think I can. Yeah. And I, I, was when, I was with him. I was with him when we toured
2: that. So oh. I'll buy it. And, you know, you have to tell your buyers to, you know, have an open have a vision, you know, have an open mind, kind of see this house as yours. She could right. not see, see past beyond. the deer. It was so <laughs> many. I mean, so they weird. were, Susie so we walked in the door, the living room, going up the steps, steps upstairs, now, they the were everywhere. I've seen so stuff. I, I, would, I yeah. can agree with Sherrod on that. The deer heads was <laughs> wow. interesting. Wow. Yeah. How
1: do you even end up with that many, <laughs> let alone want them in your house all over? Right. You,
2: and when you're going to purchase, when you're going to sell a house, you got to think to take some, up. Uh, I mean, if you had one, you, you would think there were so many, cause it's hard for someone to have a vision. And then if if, if your client is really scared or, you know, disturbed by something like that or let's say they're animal lover and you got deer heads that's stuffed on the wall so that that kind of left a not so good taste in our buyer's mouth of Mm -hmm. course she didn't buy it
1: yeah I can imagine I can imagine (laughs) we were uh, we did an inspection one time and someone had and I don't know if they hunted it or I'm sure they just purchased it um but it was a mountain lion that was like set up above like this like the stairs it was like a split level And up on one, you know, going down into the basement, it was like a mountain lion on this like platform. And it's like, you know, how does that even, how does that even come about? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Take that out. Once you're selling that, when you sell in the house, you got to take that down. (laughs)
1: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, Okay. So getting a little bit kind of into the process of home buying, home selling, um, and maybe Sharad, you want to talk about this first question a little bit more. If I'm purchasing a home, if I'm looking to purchase a home, um, what would you say the most important thing that I need to know would be?
0: Um, well, it depends on. the, To me, the demographics, um, you know, the area that you're choosing that you want it to be in for, you know, is this your this is your home, your dream home, so you want to be happy and comfortable. Um, I also look for the the. Equity that you might want to have when you purchase that home, so that therefore you can, you know, have that in tow. But a lot of times for my client, depending on what what their their main goals, what they really want in the home, because when we do a consultation, we find specifically, you know, what the what the specific things that you want. So I want to know what your buying power will be before we go out. Sometimes you might have a client that you know they want to look at this house, they want to go out first. And for me, I want to make sure that you can afford this home, your buying power is there. So therefore, you will not have, you know, that shock when, when you, you find the house that you want and you can't afford it.
1: Right. Yeah, I think that's a, that's a really good point. Um, anything that you wanted to add on that, Keisha?
2: So basically, again, as Sharad said, your buying power, I always encourage um, a lot of our buyers go out, your wants and your needs, analyzing what your actual wants and needs are. Um, Is very important. You know, we always tell, we find cl- clients that we say they have caveat, t- I mean, caveat taste with a tuna fish budget. Mm-hmm. Um, so being able to analyze really your, your demographics, one, where you want to go, but you need to know your buying power mm-hmm. and you need to know what's important to you in terms of a home. Um, a lot of people say, I want a five bedroom home, 4,000 square feet. Um, do you need that? Can you afford that? Because after the mortgage, you have to maintain a 4,000, 5,000 square feet home. Right. So it's really sitting down, getting to know our clients, getting to know their needs, what they want, their buying power, and being able to analyze the whole entire situation. It's not just about your mortgage, it's everything else that comes along with it. So understanding their whole portfolio so we could be able to not only to assist them to buy their home, but to be able to maintain and keep their home. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, good point. Um, Sandy, is there anything you wanted to add? I think it's kind of an interesting um, perspective from someone being more on like the transaction coordinator aspect of it. Um, you know, as far as buying a home, what would you say the most important thing to know would be as, you know, the logistics of the transaction and keeping that moving?
3: Um, well, I, I, I think it really is figuring out their, um, their budget, um, because that is going to determine location and size of the home. But what we try to do is um, put together a buyer profile with our with our newer clients, um, just asking them some general questions about what's most important in their home, um, you know, size, number of bedrooms, that kind of stuff. But um, also where did they wanna where they want to live so that um, you know, we can help them narrow down their search, especially in today's market being so Fast pace. We need to try and focus our efforts um, on where they want to look, not just looking everywhere just to see the pretty houses. We want to we want to really focus in on their needs so that we can um, you know find the house that they want and then move quickly on it because things are
0: moving so quickly in the market today.
1: Right, right. That's a good point. And because um,
0: it is, and because it is right now, it's a competitive market seller wise. Um, I, I, I find um, with my clients, sometimes, you know, they might want a specific area. Sometimes they want a gourmet kitchen and gas, but yet, you know, they don't, they want all these other amenities and, 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 but they only want a specific area. And sometimes you have to look outside the box and try to make sure that we are, are giving them the, the, you know, the showing them some of the other opportunities that are there and make suggestions, but then also understand where they're coming from and what they want.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So that you can realistically guide them as well.
0: No doubt.
1: What they need. How about on the, on the flip side of that? So if I'm looking to sell my home, um, what would be the most important thing that I need to know or prepare for?
2: So um, preparing your home for a lot of times we run into really knowing um, the values of the homes in your neighborhood, um, how your home will rate. A lot of times what happens is a lot of people, first of all, Zillow, everybody's going on Zillow for his estimate to um, estimate the value of their home. And we always tell our clients to stay far away from that in terms of letting us do our job to do an evaluation, to do a the comps. So knowing what your home is worth also knowing your own personal profile. A lot of times, you know, the payoff is very important to be able to know what you owe in your home, what you're looking to get out of your home and what your future plans are. Um, in terms of selling. So um, Compass, and you know just a great opportunity to throw this, in. Compass um, offers a program called Compass Concierge. So what that does, if a seller comes to us and they need work done on their home, but they're not financially able to put into that home to put the updates or the repairs they need to bring it to the market, Compass offers this service which will allow you to update. Um, that includes paint, um, it includes carpet, it includes staging. Um, there's a several different things that you compass will allow you to do
0: upgrades, renovations renovations,
2: and, um, so you, as long as you have the equity in your, in your property, there are no major liens compass will front you that money and allow you to pay that money back interest-free at settlement. So I think really knowing the area, knowing your market, knowing what your house is worth um, and just knowing if, you know, it's worth you actually going in and do some updates and upgrading so you can get the top dollar for your house. Mm-hmm. So I think this, that's very important in this in this market. And with it being a seller's market right now, you do have people that are going in, they're fighting over homes these days. So um, yeah, my best advice to the seller is just to know your financial profile, know where you want to go, know your home's value, what it's worth, and what it's going to take to get you top dollar.
3: hmm
1: yeah, good, good point. A um, lot of different moving pieces uh, in this. Uh, what would you say your favorite thing about this industry
2: is? I like seeing it, the mm. settlement. I love seeing people in their homes. Um, and I gained so many valuable friendships. You know, a lot of clients turn into long-term friends, those relationships. And um, it's very gratifying getting, especially since we had a, a huge focus on first-time home buyers. It's so good seeing where they start at to get them to the finish line and just seeing the whole family, the kids, husband, wife, and everybody just moving into their first home, something that they can call their own. So it's gratifying to see them get to that point and then to establish that long-term relationship and then to see them come back four or five years later and they're ready for
0: their second home.
3: Mm-hmm. And
0: in and, and, and creating that relationship to the point whereas it's not just a trend. It's just not a transaction. It's it's you created that that friendship mm-hmm. and and to the fact that know that they're going to come back or they always send referrals or they always think of us outside or the next time that they want to buy or if they know someone that wants to buy. The referral piece is very, very important. And we find that with having that integrity and and being, you know, you know, providing that service for our client, it, it, it's it's gratifying.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's more than just, like you said, the transaction, it's, it's creating those lifelong relationships and friends, you know, that exactly. become family and really just watching them kind of move through life. That's really. Yeah. Awesome. That's
2: golden.
1: Awesome. Um, talk to me a little bit about, I know we kind of mentioned this with the, with the last couple of questions, the current market, um, what it's like and how would I know, you know, when the best time to buy or sell would be.
0: Right now, the market is, is it's a seller's market, of course, but with the interest rates being where they are, which is pretty good, really good right now. Um, I mean, the, the, the customers that have, um, you know, the, the, the credit score that's above that 640, whereas if they can come in and, and get conventional loan as opposed to FHA, they're in the driver's seats right now because they're not asking for as much closing costs. And with it being a competitive market, more than less, you have to have a, a, you have to be somewhat savvy when you're uh, negotiating an offer. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. So I, I, you know, to piggyback on Sherrod, it's a um, good time. A lot of people always ask, when is there, when is a good time to purchase? Um, and I, we always look at um, where the interest rates are, you know, yeah. how the market is doing, how it's thriving right now, as Sherrod has stated, it's the seller's market. So it's definitely a good time to sell because you're going to definitely get Top dollar for your property because you have more buyers than you have properties. The inventory is very low compared to the number of buyers. Of course, that's being promoted again by those lower interest rates. So mm-hmm. right now is an awesome time. Um, there are a lot of programs. at the Beginning of the year, there are a lot of programs that are available for our first-time home buyers. Um, like we said, once you get to that six forty mark, you're uh, you're able to take advantage um, because by you need you need to be competitive. A lot of buyers are going in right now asking for no closing help. So therefore, if you are on a program and they're going to give you your down payment, then that saves you part of your money. Then you're able to go in and not have to have a cl- pay the down payment and the closing because you have a program. Um, because we find ourselves writing an average of five offers, five to six offers, maybe more per buyer in this seller's market. So um, it's, it's very it's very competitive. It's very competitive right now, but it's, it's definitely a good time um, on both ends for the sellers and for the buyers.
1: Yeah, and I think you both made really good points in that, you know, the market is kind of it, kind of different. It's, it's, it's really good for sellers, but it's also really good for buyers. And I think that the most important thing is that really it just depends on what works for them because there are programs and things that, you know, mm-hmm. you can do to make it the right time for you. Um, Yeah, it feels like it might be a little bit scary to make the move.
2: um, Yeah, and and, and it's amazing just watching, you know, during the pandemic that the way that home ownership, you know, has just soared through the roof. A lot of people are just like, so what I tell people is everybody wasn't affected, you know, financially by the pandemic. You had a lot of people that worked in the restaurant industries and some of these other industries that were affected, but those who are in the government and some of these private corporations that were able to take advantage and be at home to work from home, it was a plus because not only were they not affected with their income, they saved money from parking, they save money mm-hmm. from going on the metro, transportation, they save money on clothes. So a lot of those people, what they did is took and put that into, okay, now this is a great time for us, us to purchase because they're able to save. So you did have a bucket of people that were affected financially by it that couldn't do much, but then you had people that benefited during the during the pandemic, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. um. So yeah, it's, it's, it's been definitely a booming and surprisingly booming market during the pandemic.
1: Yeah. i even never even yeah. thought and, about The um, Like what you were saying where, you know, not only obviously home is important because people are working from home, but they're also saving a lot of money in Mm -hmm. a lot of different ways. Absolutely.
2: And people are now, what they're doing too, they're um, relocating to more rural areas. They want to be further out because people that have kids that, you know, if you're really close in the neighborhood, they can't go out and play. So now people want more yard, they want more land, they want more space. Mm -hmm. And now they're considering working at home and homeschooling. So being able to have that um designated and appointed space inside their homes for this because i really believe that this is going to
0: be the new norm the new norm (laughs) you know so (laughs) to speak and sometimes with that inventory can be a little bit somewhat not as available because of this this, these situations right
1: now Mm -hmm. yeah makes makes sense um Let's talk about um, a really challenging time for for each of you and how you all overcame that. And this could be, you know, professionally, as a team, or even personally.
0: Um, We both have our parents that we love dearly. uh, And we are going through that transitional time with our parents, seeing situations that are occurring right now for both of us, um, which... Can be trying at times because we have to cater to our parents as well as cater to our, our, our household situations as well as cater to our business. And with that being said, um, you know, when we are out here pounding the pavement and working hard and, and you have a client that you've been working with, I've had a situation with a client that I've worked with for maybe three to four months where we were continuously writing offers having competitive offers, whereas it was, you know, multiple offers being put on the table and we would have, like I said, that's what I was meaning. Speaking of having to be savvy with your, your offers. Um, and we were doing everything we thought was was feasible to close and, 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 you know, be able to win that deal and it wasn't going through and just making sure that our client, we would persevere and continue to push and push forward. And we finally actually we closed right before the end of the year but that experience brought us closer my client our clients and I because we were together a lot you know and we were you know communicating all the time trying to find what fit what they loved what they wanted and um, doing that and dealing with our family situations with our parents is it was it was it was a trying last quarter of the year just dealing with that mm-hmm. um i didn't i didn't really get in depth but i mean my yeah. mom's in early stage my mom's going through dementia Mm-hmm. My mother-in-law's had several strokes, so mm-hmm. between that and and and, and working and, and it's 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 and having
2: me, five grown uh, kids, five, five grown kids and three grandkids. His God. parents are in Richmond. My parents are here, so it's 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 been a challenge. Um, however, with being in real estate, it does uh, offer us not having to sit behind a desk and being right. able to do our work remotely. Um, so that's a good thing. So. Definitely a challenge there. Um, one of the challenges that, you know, I wanted, one of my biggest challenges was um, me leaving my previous broker going to Compass. Um, so I'm at Compass now and I, I absolutely love it. But I was with Remax for 16 years. So um, it was just time for a change. Mm-hmm. Um, so making that decision and seeing where you're gonna go. Change is always scary, mm-hmm. but also necessary at some points in your life to move to the next level. So after being with Remax for 16 years, I I've been with Compass now, what, mm-hmm. Tandy, mm-hmm. a, year and, year, a half, year and a half, almost, yeah, months. about a year and a half. I've been with Compass and mm-hmm. you know going out here and um, interviewing with different companies and you know kind of being scared to. See take the step, but having faith that if you could do it in one brokerage, um, your clients and who you are are gonna follow you and your team, that's not gonna change, it's just your brokerage. So just aligning myself and and stepping out here. And I will say that it has been one of the best moves that I could think about making. Because mm-hmm. when some doors are closed, believe me, other doors are open or start
0: to open. So it's been a, um, a very good move for, for us. And, and speaking of the move, that transition, her leaving REMAX, I was transitioning from business services and telecommunication realm into real estate mm-hmm. at the same time. So that was like a major move where we both, you know, were having a change take place together collectively and, and, and stepping out on faith.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, it's kind of interesting with both of those scenarios, you both are doing it together, like very similar situations with both experiences um, and moving through that together. And I'm sure that at times it probably feels hard that both of you sort of are going through, you know, these times together, but at the same time, I'm sure you have a different level of understanding for the other person. um, Absolutely. Absolutely. So um, what would you guys say your biggest life achievement has been or something that you're just really proud of or passionate about?
2: I got a, quite a few things that I'm passionate about. Um, I have a lot I, I'm, that I'm thankful and mm-hmm. that that I've achieved. I, I would say our children, um, their level of accomplishment because Sherrod and I are both in our second marriages and we both, we have five kids together. We don't have, any that we've had Biologically, together. Right? Biologically. <laughs> a little bit of hers, a little bit of his. <laughs> yeah, so we have a very, we have a blended family and it's, it's awesome. Um, so the achievement of our children, um, graduating um, high schools, college, you know, um, we have three beautiful grandchildren um, and just being out here because everything we do we think about them and we incorporate them in everything that we do. Um, So I think they're our biggest accomplishment. We have one, right, two of our children last year graduated and they had to have virtual graduations, which was a bummer, one from high school and one from college. Um, So we have a college student here working online. We have another, um, she goes to American University. Then we have uh, Jada. She's uh, she graduated and she's going she's in her master's program now online. So I think my children, our, our kids and our parents, we, our parents are so similar. His parents yeah. are a lot like mine. They've been together forever. So I think that's my biggest achievement is to be able to balance what I what we do professionally and being able to spend time with our family and our children. That's that's my greatest achievement.
1: And that's the beauty of real estate is that you can, yes, it that, is, you know, a lot more than some people can. So that's absolutely
0: great. That's great. I agree.
1: Um, tell me something that most people don't know about you. Any hobbies that either of you have <laughs> or fun facts or.
2: <laughs> wow. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, people do know that about me though. Cause I, I cook, I cook. That's, that's my, that's my other passion in life. And, um, a lot of people say, well, you have to, there's only one passion. You have one passion. And I have to disagree because I like to cook just as much as I like real estate. It, it calms me. And um, I see myself in the future. I see, I want a cafe. You know, I've always tell Sherrod this. So, And I, I don't see myself. I think I want to be in real estate for a very long time too, still. But I also want to have a
0: cafe. So I love to cook.
1: Yeah, yeah that's,
0: her, that's her other passion. And she's paparazzi as well. So therefore... I'm a kind of a private person, okay. laid back, reserved, and she is the total opposite. I'm a social media. She's a social and Yang. Ma- <laughs> yes, but I mean, um, one of my passions, I've always, uh, I've had an entrepreneurial spirit in regards to uh, pursuing. I used to have a, we had an athletic apparel and nonprofit organization with a group of uh, friends of mine. So the apparel aspect is like the, the hidden gem that I do like to, to, to pursue. And having uh, my own little um, shop where you can be able to shop online and purchase. He
2: um, needs to style product, people. What he's
0: saying, he wants to be a stylist. Because
2: mm-hmm. okay. <laughs> okay. that's what he loves to do. You know how we sneak clothes? It's the opposite. You, you know how women we, we bring clothes in, in and sneak. he said he don't sneak. <laughs> you know how we'll take a get a pair of <laughs> shoes and we'll, you know, put it to the side and right. think about it. And like, you know, oh I've been had those. So that's him. He's the, he's the shopper more than I
1: am. I could see this all coming into like a full circle. Like you have a (laughs) company that you could take your clients to, to have meetings and write transactions with Sandy. And then, you know, while they're there, they can shop for their clothing line and get some stylish (laughs) tips. Like it can all just be a full, a full circle of it.
2: And and one other thing with with me, what I, what I, uh, another passion, another thing that I do want to do is that we, uh, we have a homeless drive that we do and it was our, we missed it. Last year because of COVID, but we're gonna do it this month sometime. Get out. We do a homeless coat and blanket drive, so that's another one of my passions. Um, is that I want to be able to have a one stop for homeless, the homeless to be able to uh, transition back into the community. So my vision was always to have like a bus um, where they could come and take a shower, get ready for an interview, get an outfit, clothing. So that's one of my passions too, is to um, be more involved in the community with the homeless and kind of have a one stop shop for them to be ready to transition back into, you know, that's that's a passion of mine working with the homeless.
1: That's amazing. That's beautiful. Yeah. Um, are either of you currently reading any books, listening to any podcasts, or how do you generally like to gain new
2: knowledge? Well, I watch a lot of um, shows, reality, I'm HGTV because I I, I have a passion because I work with investors a lot too. Mm-hmm. So I like seeing that transformation of houses. I like, I like going out to find those properties that need work. Um, so I watch a lot of shows. I do uh, do a lot on, online. I'm, I'm always researching something. I'm always learning something new. Always going to my lenders there. You know, I, I'm, I'm just online a lot. You I'm, know, I'm, I, I, I haven't, I got a lot of books. I used to read more um, and I want to get back into reading more, but mostly online, mostly research and mostly Shows, TV Research,
0: shows, shows online. I, I'm always reading and finding out uh, in regards to like with even with stocks and investments right now. Mm-hmm. Those are the things right now that we're, we're pretty much on. I'm online a lot trying to uh, just continue to build.
1: Yeah. And that's the beauty of, of
2: online is that it's never ending.
1: It's never ending. You, right. can get, you can get everything.
0: And I
2: also wanted to mention too, I have for this um, another accomplishment that I was proud of and I'm, I know I'm going back a little bit is I'm going to be on um, the first year serving on G cars board oh. um, on their community, community service committee.
3: Congratulations. So this is my, my
2: first year I've applied a couple of other times, but I'll be, as a matter of fact, I have my first meeting tomorrow. Tomorrow, That's
1: awesome. Congratulations yeah. on that. Well, I'm sure Thank I'll see you. you, see you around at some of the events and stuff. I sit on the YPN board. So, Oh, That's awesome. Awesome. Yeah. awesome. Great. Yeah, great. 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 So, um, where do you all see yourself, or or even your team, in the next five years?
2: Well, I see us expanding, um, probably um, getting down in a little bit further in Virginia as we spoke, because our daughter's in Virginia, and she's thinking about real estate. So mm-hmm. I think about us opening this up to our kids, and and you know our kids, and getting them into real estate, and you know family business, legacy. Um, Possibly our son village. is in Texas as well. Mm-hmm. Okay. So kind of expanding the Martin Bernie group globally with our children. Yes. Um, and uh, I just see us eventually, I said I wanted a little small boutique brokerage. Don't know how I really feel about that, you know, at this point, because it's, it's, it's a lot of work, not saying that we couldn't do it, but it's just so many other avenues that we want. So just maybe explain, uh, ex, um, expanding in maybe Delaware, we were thinking about Pennsylvania, Atlanta, maybe just expanding a little bit more to be able to work with the investors
0: as well as expand us a portfolio in real right. estate. And that's the reason, uh, like she mentioned, Texas and in Virginia and acquiring our license in Virginia so that we can expand that footprint. And then have an umbrella um, through our LLC, having that LLC, whereas we can have other entities to mm-hmm. continue to flourish. So, it, what may be a management, may it be the cafe, may it be, you know, we, we're looking at other streams of income to continue to expand, yeah. creating this legacy for our family.
1: That's awesome. I can feel the passion. So I'm excited to, uh, to see what you guys do. Um, okay. So last thing, let's say I'm your next prospective client. Why mm-hmm. should I call you guys to work with your team?
2: Um, because we are, um, we are very passionate again about what we do. Our clients, we put our clients first in everything that we do. Um, it's not just a, a transaction. It's just not about getting to the table, getting our commission. There are so many steps in between that. Um, we really love what we do and we like to make it a smooth process. So we get a clear understanding. We put our clients first in everything. So we get a clear understanding of what they are looking for. Um, we want to help them to, like I said, not only just get in their home, but be able to maintain. We want to educate. We have a wealth of resources. We have a, a strong, strong team. Um, when I say team, I'm talking about a team of lenders. We have a team of, um, of contractors that we have. We have all resources put in place to help out, um, movers. We have just the whole team title companies. So we just, everybody that is connected and aligned to us in a transaction, we're family. So we have, it's it's one stop shop with the Martin Bernie group. Again, we're passionate um, and we have, it's it's more than just one of us. You know, I had, it's myself, it's Sherrod and we also have Sandy and let me not, you know, because um, I do want to speak on that a little bit, being able to have a team, someone that's behind the scenes, that's working, they're behind off to make it easy for us when we're out here. So it's not a time that you're going to be able to reach out to us and that we're not going to be able to get back to you. So we're all hands on deck. Sandy is phenomenal. Thank she makes, Sandy. thank you, Stan. She makes our life <laughs> so, so much easy easier. when you have somebody that you can tap into that keeps, she keeps us straight. With okay? a plethora of knowledge. She, <laughs> she keeps us thorough. straight. Very, so very we have a great team. We have no a question. great system. Um, Sandy is always behind the scenes, always working. She knows everything about every, every transaction. <laughs> aspect, every so aspect if you, you, you dial Sherrod and I, mm-hmm. and you cannot, and we're out in the field and we're working with other clients, there's not a question that Sandy cannot answer. So we are just just (laughs) a cohesive team and we're going to get it done. We're going to get it done in your best interest. And it's going to be
0: a very, very smooth transition. And we always speak of trusting the process. Trusting the process is one of the biggest things, one of our statements we say a lot to our client because we have that integrity, uh, that fiduciary promise to our client. And we make sure that at the end of the day, it's not about just the, uh, getting commission. We want to make sure. that My wife's already said it. We just want to make sure that they are happy, comfortable, and you know, pleased to the point where they're 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 going to always think about us and 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 refer us because of how we treated them and because of how we took care of them. So we always want to make sure that everything we touch—that's our quote—everything turns to sold.
1: <laughs> oh, she's got a shirt that everything we touch turns to sold. Exactly, I, and yeah. this is the front.
0: MVG, the Martin, Bernie,
1: the
2: Martin group. Bernie Group. So we so have it. our, we keep our, and we 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 give all the our um we give masks to our clients. We give our clients that go to boot camp. They get Martin Bernie Group shirts. Sherrod has on the hat. So we have all of our Martin Bernie gear. So you know that you've worked with the Martin Bernie group. So MBG, MBG. So we just want to, we make it a great experience. And again, it's just not, um, we just don't want it to be just you buying a house. We want you to have a great experience while you're doing so. So we cohesively work together as a team and we just want you to trust the process and, you know, trust what we do and we're going to get you through it.
1: And you all are just beautiful people too, to top it all off. <laughs>
2: Thank you. Thank okay. you so much.
1: Tell us, Leslie, how we can best reach you. Phone number, email, are you guys on social media, or what's the best yes. way to uh, to reach out?
2: Okay. So we're the Martin Bernie Group on Facebook, Martin Bernie Group on Instagram. Um, we also have a website, martinburneygroup.com Also, biz. So, mm-hmm. and, um, all social media platforms. So our email address, um, is the Martin burney group at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. And, um, my phone number, I'm Keisha Martin Burney. My phone number is two, four, zero,
0: three, nine, eight, zero, one, seven, three. And my phone number, I'm C Sherrod Bernie. And my number is two, zero, two, seven, zero, six, zero, seven, two, two. And guys, remember everything we, we touch turns the to soul. Sold.
1: Thank you guys. Thank you. Thank you. Have a good
0: one. Thanks so much for tuning in to another episode of Pro Talk with ProTech. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast and follow ProTech Inspection Services on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn.